If you are a solo marketing person at your company, that can be a pretty lonely and challenging position at times. So today we'll be talking about how to stay motivated, where to find resources and other ways to um, help you further along your marketing education and uh, handle some of the different demands that are flying at you as the solo marketer. Let's do this. Welcome to Content Marketing Engineered your source for building trust and generating demand with technical content. Here's your host, Wendy Cope. Hi, and welcome to Content Marketing Engineered. On each episode, I'll break down an industry trend, challenge, or best practice in marketing to technical audiences. You'll meet colleagues and industry friends of mine who will stop by to tell you their stories. And my goal is that you leave each episode feeling inspired and ready to take action. Before we jump in, I'd like to give a quick shout out to True Marketing. True is a content marketing agency based in beautiful Austin, Texas, and serves companies focused in technical industries. For more information, visit truemarketing.com. And now on with our podcast. Well, today I'm joined by Julia Fellows. She's an inbound marketing specialist with True Marketing. Hey, Julia. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Um, I'm I know you're to be here. Oh, I'm so excited <laughs> to have you too. I know you're coming from someplace a little cooler than Austin, Texas. Where Where yeah. are you right now? I'm in Detroit, and we had snow yesterday. No way! <laughs> Already snow. Yeah, and it's not even Thanksgiving yet. <laughs> okay, well, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it'll be that kind of year down in Austin, but sometimes. <laughs> Probably not this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sometimes it happens. Well, I'm super excited to talk to you today about your experience that you've had as a one-person marketing um, member of an engineering company. Mm -hmm. So um, just to provide some context for our conversation today, just describe your career journey and where you've worked and what you've done. Yeah, yeah. So I received my bachelor's from Michigan State University in professional writing. And uh, the way that the major was organized, they had couple different tracks. And the track that I chose was actually um, editing and publishing. So I, I actually wanted to uh, work on books. I wanted to be a book editor. And um, when I graduated from school, um, book editing was already on its decline a little bit. Mm -hmm. And especially with a lot of self-publishing. And so it was really hard for me to find a job. I actually ended up uh, joining a engineering firm that uh, my dad actually worked at. And um, they at that firm, I did a lot of different jobs. I kind of, you know, first I was like an assistant program manager. And then they had me working with the sales team. And then I started writing proposals for the sales team. But then after uh, the company went through a merge and acquisition, um, there were two brands that we were kind of representing. And um, so after a little while of trying to figure out what that was going to look like, I was asked to help rebrand the company from two brands into one brand and kind of establish a whole new um, marketing plan and a marketing strategy to uh get us noticed. Wow. They just threw you into it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> just figure it out. Yeah. Julia. You're smart. Yeah. <laughs> was there um, any marketing people at the other company that you merged with? 
No. So <laughs> neither neither company had no. any sort of marketer. Um, I occasionally in in my previous roles, I occasionally would help make brochures and, and data sheets, but no active marketing. So you were you were definitely thrown into the deep end there. Uh, did you have any executive sponsorship or maybe the opposite? Lots of different leaders that had um, you know different opinions on yeah. how this should all come together. Well, we uh, we got a new CEO shortly before we um, jumped into marketing, and he had worked at a few different companies previously where marketing was had a much bigger presence and was much more important. Oh, nice. Um, so he had that, that background of, okay, this is important. We, it's worth spending time and money on, you know? So a good perspective. Yeah. yeah. But that was very important for you. Yes, definitely. So, so when you think about all of your experiences during that time, what were some of the best parts about being a solo marketer? You know, I always enjoyed the freedom and the flexibility. Um, you know, I, I really, you know, I had to work the same hours as everybody else, but I really got to decide how I spent my time. And that was really awesome. And, and a little bit more autonomy in the decision-making process. Um, I liked that I got to be kind of the brand cheerleader, you know, um, I, just kind of fell into that role previously, but now I was like, okay, well now I get paid to be the brand cheerleader. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so Isn't that, that great? Really cool. that, that's so it nice is. when you can find an aspect of your job that you absolutely love and say, wow, someone's paying me to do this. I mean, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, that's my first job. I was an events coordinator and, but the way my young brain interpreted that was, wait, they're going to pay me to plan parties for the company. Like, okay, there's what? this other trade show stuff, but basically parties. <laughs> oh, it's perfect. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Well, I can see that the autonomy is nice, but also very challenging when you're early in your career and you're not sure what all you're supposed to be doing. And um, it can yes. be kind of daunting as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the, the sheer volume of tasks that you have to tackle as a solo marketer is, you know, you don't have the option to delegate it to other people, really. Mm -hmm. You know, you, uh, it's it's up to you to finish it. And, you know, you might get help here and there, but ultimately you're the one who's accountable. Um, you know, and it was also a challenge that when I had questions, there was nobody within the company that I could ask, you know, so I... I had to find my own answers and uh, that, that was challenging sometimes. I bet. Did the company culture have tolerance for failure, meaning kind of that fail forward, try things and see what works? You know, I think, um, I think going into this rebranding, we, we knew that we weren't going to get everything right the first time. And mm -hmm. so that helped a little bit. Um, but I, I will say I had, I had been there for a number of years in a number of different roles. So I think that kind of had built me a little bit of a, you know, security bubble that, that helped me to, you know, people knew that, okay, if I can accomplish these things, I can probably accomplish this too. Yeah. A lot of trust. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you of course, you know, you were a proven entity, a lot of trust. <laughs> And so yes. I, I just love that. that. Oh, sure. I'll tackle this. Yeah, I got yes, this. I'll figure no it out. 
<laughs> so, so how did you figure it out? So when it came to things that you didn't exactly know what you were doing, mm -hmm. were there some resources you turned to or how'd you do it? Well, um, I watched a lot of YouTube videos and I will say <laughs> I still watch a lot of YouTube videos. Okay. Is that so, your go-to? Do you go straight to YouTube versus Google when you're well, trying to Well, I'll Google it? something and I'll look at the video results. Ah. <laughs> so uh, that's a good place to look. Um, if you have access to any sort of marketing consulting, like an agency, um, like True, that's always super helpful because they have, they have experience. And a lot of times you'll just have one question and they can answer one question pretty easily, mm -hmm. you know, in, in your relationship. Um, I think taking any sort of ongoing learning courses are super useful. Um, you know, uh, HubSpot Academy has a lot of uh, different courses that are not just about the HubSpot tool, but they're also about, you know, how, how to approach inbound marketing, um, which have been super useful. And then of course, uh, there's Content Marketing Engineered Academy. I um, am kicking myself. I wish it was around when I was a solo marketer because that would have been incredibly, incredibly valuable and useful. Did you attend any conferences as well? Or was it mainly looking at blog posts and vi oh, videos, of course? Yeah, yeah. Lots of blog posts and videos mm -hmm. and uh, eBooks and, you know, all of the gated mm -hmm. content as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you got on everyone's mailing list. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was on everyone's mailing list. Um, mm -hmm. I have attended Inbound before, and I thought that was incredibly useful. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it kind of gives you an opportunity to to see the the mind hive and to talk to other marketers and see how they're handling things and um just it's a good opportunity to network but it's also a good opportunity to just learn new things yeah yeah well so. now you're on the other side of things and now you're at an agency yes where you're yes. part of a team and so of course at true marketing we have people that have different expertise areas mm -hmm. that you can tap into so you're not having to you know right wear as many hats. Um, how has that been? How has it been better or worse? Or gosh, I hope it's been good. <laughs> so, uh, but, uh, you know, just maybe contrast those two experiences for me. Yeah, I guess, um, you know, as, as a solo marketer, you have to wear all the hats. You know, um, I, I, I'm trying to remember which Dr. Seuss book. There's one of the Dr. Seuss books <laughs> where they're wearing like 10 different hats. Um, and that's what it feels like to be a solo marketer. Yeah. Um, you know, at, at a marketing agency, um, you have different people with different expertise, but from one client project to the next, that expertise might vary. Mm -hmm. So, you know, on, on one client project, I have more of a writer role on other, on another client project, I might have more of a strategy role or even, you know, sometimes a designer role. So I still get to wear hats, but it kind of varies from client to client rather than wearing all the hats for one big project. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. So. And, and, you know, there was this time frame in between where you were a solo marketer working with True Marketing, so working with an agency. And, yeah. um, you know, how, how to just maybe describe what that engagement was like and, and how, you know, we work together. Yeah, so working with True uh, as a solo marketer was... Um, very helpful for me because True became that person that I could turn to when I had questions, you know, mm -hmm. because uh, it, while I was a solo marketer, you know, before I had True as, as a resource, it was only YouTube videos that I could look at. But once 
I had developed that relationship and I, I was working with True, you know, they helped me to, you know, as, as a solo marketer, you kind of have all these ideas and you don't know where to start and, and how to tackle it. And, and True kind of helped me narrow that down and be a lot more strategic about my marketing and, mm-hmm. you know, really, really building our marketing from the ground up. You know, we started with brand positioning and messaging to really understand, you know, okay, who are we and how do we differ from our competitors? Why, why should you buy from us instead of from our competitors? And, you know, taking that messaging and using it throughout all of our marketing collateral and all of our marketing activities to really reinforce who we are so that, you know, when people hear our name, they, they kind of have that feeling about, you know, who, who we are and how to trust us. Yeah. And that, that I'm glad you brought up that specific type of project because that's a definite skill set to to extract that level of information from customers and from the company itself and Mm -hmm. weigh that against competitors. It it definitely takes a certain skill, not one that I have personally, but I'm, I'm very, uh, you know, in awe of those that do. (laughs) Yeah. It's a, a neat service. Yeah. Well, if you, uh, you know, I'm obviously we have some solo marketers that are listening to us right now. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, as you know, I do um, a lot of our business development for true marketing. And so I'm often yeah. on the phone with these solo marketers and I hear a lot of frustration where um, that person you know, understands the content marketing and inbound marketing and how to get it done, but they can't get buy-in from leadership. And so they're banging their heads against the wall. They're not working in a very strategic way. Everything's Mm -hmm. kind of a list of activities on a spreadsheet. And so, you know, what advice do you have for that solo marketer that's in that frustrating situation of trying to convince leadership to, you know, invest in inbound marketing and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, approach things differently? So how can they have I guess, a bigger voice within the organization? Yeah, I think, um, you know, one way is to back it up with research. I know, um, you know, True is not the only one, but I know that True does, you know, an annual study of how engineers in particular consume, you know, marketing and how they do their research to make their buying decisions. And, you know, there's, you know, most, most of their, their buyer's journey is, happens online you know, before they even talk to a salesperson, having that research to back you up is also really helpful. And then, you know, also just showing that you've done your own research, you know, um, showing that, you know, do little test runs on different pieces of content and see, you know, how, how is that impacting your business? Yeah. You, so use the data to sway opinion. Yeah. And yes, love those statistics. Yes. Measurement. (laughs) Um, yes. When you started, were you, uh, so you mentioned HubSpot earlier, were you mm-hmm. already on HubSpot when, um, or I guess, obviously, if you were the only marketing mm-hmm. person, did you bring that in to the company? Yeah, we brought HubSpot in. Um, our old website was on WordPress and, you know, there are use cases for WordPress, but I personally find it to be a little bit clunky, a mm-hmm. little bit um, overwhelming. It's it's not as user-friendly as other Um, tools. And HubSpot was really appealing to us because we could use it as a CMS to manage our website and to house all of our our website data. But we could also use the marketing hub to 
uh, for all of our marketing automation tasks, things like landing pages and our social media and um, our blog. And it just kind of seeing all of it in one spot and having those metrics that we could just pull from at any given time was incredibly valuable. Yeah. Before HubSpot, how would you measure progress? So you mentioned testing and all of that. Were yeah. you able to do that through other tools or what did that process look like? Um, we didn't. <laughs> yeah. I wondered uh, because yeah. it is difficult, right? When yeah. we... <laughs> I, I, we did have a Google Analytics account, but okay. you know, unless you know how to use Google Analytics, mm-hmm. it, you know, it, there's so much valuable information in Google Analytics. But if you don't take the time to learn how to use that information, it's kind of just a number that you give every month. Yeah, I gotcha. And then you probably had like a MailChimp or something like that that had a little bit of metrics over here. And Oh, we didn't even have that. Not we had, even that. Uh, our marketing emails were, um, you know, an email that our sales directors would send out to oh, their no, no. Well, you know what? <laughs> Everybody has to start somewhere. It's, it's okay. When, when we first started True Marketing, there were years where we had, you know, our CRM was Excel. And, yeah. uh, you know, that that's just where companies start and, and then learn from there how much yeah. it is to bring in some of these tools. So, yes. Yes. But um, it's not impossible. You can do it. <laughs> there you go. Well, any parting advice for this solo marketer? I guess, um, you know, don't give up, you know, find your allies within the company um, and, and outside the company. Um, definitely, I definitely want to stress finding your allies within the company. You know, find other people who can help champion marketing for you. Um, you know, develop good relationships with your subject matter experts so that uh, working together to, to build content, um, you know, is, is not a chore, but becomes, you know, a pleasant experience and, and something that uh, everyone is proud of. Great advice. Well, thank you so much for sharing your experiences with us today, Julia. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Visit truemarketing.com slash podcast for notes and resource links from today's episode. While you're there, learn other ways to grow your business with content marketing, from educational resources such as self-paced training to hands-on services by the expert True Marketing team. You can also order my book, also named Content Marketing Engineering. Thanks and have a great day.